Welcome to this worship service at the Old Presbyterian Meeting House in Alexandria, Virginia. We hope you will join us some Sunday morning here in Old Town, Alexandria. Again, welcome. Here now, Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. You desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be cleaner than snow. Here, let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain in me a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from bloodshed, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your deliverance. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise, for you have no delight in sacrifice. If I were to give a burnt offering, you would not be pleased. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O oh God, you will not despise. Have mercy on us by the late poet Anne Weems. O oh God, from whose eyes the measure of our faith is not hidden, wrench from us now all religiosity all rules and regulations of our scheduled selves that separate us from your Holy Spirit. O God, who calls each of us by name to be the church, give us love enough to make a difference. Give us vision enough to follow. Give us endurance enough to hold steadfast in the face of the unholy. O God, who claims us as disciples, bless us now and touch us with your holiness that we might have commitment enough to be good news to the poor. O God of the bruised, we pray for healing. Comfort those who cry in dark corners, the lonely, the strangers, the weary, the fearful, the disappointed, the anxious, the depressed, the forsaken, the dispirited, the grieving, and those who lie in sickness and in pain. 
O God who wept over Jerusalem, open our eyes to those around us who scream in silence the depth of their despair. O God of compassion, heal our hard hearts to tenderness. O God of the oppressed, fire us with justice that we might proclaim liberty to the captives. O God, who gave us the rainbow and parted the Red Sea, we dare to pray for miracles for the powerless. O God of the hungry, we pray for those who have not bread. Remove, O God, the bondage of hunger by removing our shackles so that we might share our bread. O God of the homeless, we pray for those who have no land. We pray that you will open the doors of our hearts and let your wandering people in. O God of the captives, have mercy on those who must live out their lives enslaved to someone else because of race or politics or economics or faith. Loose our bonds that we might risk our own securities on their behalf. O God of peace, give peace to our hearts and to our nation and to our world. O Lamb of God, have mercy upon us. Amen. A reading from the prophet Joel. Listen for God's word to us this day. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is near. A day of darkness and gloom. A day of clouds and thick darkness. Like blackness spread upon the mountains, a great and powerful army comes. Their like has never been from of old nor will be again after them in ages to come. Then the prophet continues, Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Rend your hearts and not your clothing. Return to the Lord your God, for God is gracious and merciful slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relents from punishing. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, Assemble the aged, gather the children, even infants at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her canopy. Between the vestibule and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not make your heritage a mockery, a byword among the nations. Why should it be said among the peoples, where is their God? 
Ash Wednesday is one of the heavier days on the Christian calendar. The lectionary readings that come to us are not pretty. A day of darkness and gloom, writes Joel, a day of clouds and thick darkness. Like blackness spread upon the mountains, a great and powerful army comes. In these words and in the verses that follow, Joel was likely responding to a literal disaster, the devastation wrought by a horde of locusts that had swept through the land, devouring everything in their path, a crushing blow to an agricultural people. Joel's picture of despair and desolation surely echoes the experience of countless people throughout the ages and today who face the utter devastation of warfare and famine and disaster. For many of us here tonight, the darkness and devastation aren't quite so literal, but that doesn't mean there isn't darkness in our lives. I invite you to hear in Joel's words all the chaos and fear and pain that can sweep over us. I invite you to hear the hidden agonies and wounds and regrets that we usually keep so tightly contained and hidden away. I once preached a sermon that drew on the metaphor of putting in a box all those regrets or fears we can't do anything about, putting them in a box in order to free us to live the kind of life that God calls us to live. I still believe there's something to that, but tonight we are invited to take it all out of the box. On this night, of all nights, we are invited to face the darkness head on. Whatever it is, in your life, in this world, the sinful, the ugly, the painful, the inevitable, those things that weigh so heavily upon us, Whatever it is, pull it out. This is the darkness we acknowledge tonight. The darkness of sin. The darkness of death. The darkness of mortality. They are real and present for us all. So now what? Joel's words come to us in the darkness. Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart. When we face the darkness, the call comes not to despair, but to repent. Turn your hearts toward God. Rend your heart and not your clothing. That's where we begin. A simple call to turn our hearts toward God. That's what we do tonight. Where that will lead, what that repentance will look like in our lives, the type of actions it demands of us, these are all real questions, but we hold them for another day. Tonight, Joel's words tell us that it begins with our hearts turning. In the midst of the darkness, it begins with our yearning for God. The call comes not to despair, but to repent. And the call comes not to you alone, but to us 
together. Call a solemn assembly, Joel says. Gather the people, all the people, the young, the old, nursing mothers, honeymooning couples, people in the thick of it all. Everyone is included. Your darkness isn't just your darkness. We gather here together to share it. We gather here to mourn, to repent, to plead. Together we come, turning our hearts toward God. Together we remember that God is indeed gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Together, we proclaim our faith that even in the midst of the very worst of the darkness, God's blessing is still here to be found. As the ashes mark our foreheads this night, we feel the weight of sin, of death, of mortality. We feel the weight, but we know it need not be a crushing load. Together, let us turn toward God. Together, let us learn again of God's mercy. Together, let us open our hearts to God, beginning the journey to encounter God's light. May it be so. Amen. together. Accomplish in us, O God, the work of your salvation, that we may show forth your glory in the world by the cross and passion of our Savior. Bring us with all your saints to the joy of Christ's resurrection. Amen. <laughs> 